Hello, and welcome to Monkey Pigeons Episode 2. Mr. Smith, you're with us today. How are you? Hello, yes. Very well, thank you. Um, happy to be here on Episode 2. Um, how are you? Very good. Very good. And today we'll be talking about two great albums... I would say, well, I didn't really listen to your album choice. Didn't you? Um, I did, I did, but uh, not too in depth. But so I can. Well, right, it's not your job to critique it, is it? No, that's why I precautiously said two great albums because one mm. is definitely great, the one I listened to, which is the Arctic Monkeys. Whatever you say, I am. That's what I'm not. And even the album gives a preclude to what, or a prelude even prelude is the right word to the real feeling of that album and you what did you listen to mr smith um i listened to wait for me uh by the pigeon detectives um from 2007 and the arctic um, monkeys was 2006 actually i forgot to say that exactly so it's on the coattails of you know the arctic monkeys um very much in the you know the full-on wave of indie in the mid 2000s or you know towards the tail end um they weren't the beginning of the end but probably the, the end of the beginning with the pigeon detectives um and yeah i think it's a good album a solid album uh brings back great memories as i listen through that and it's a solid 35 minutes as well which is great you know perfect but in and out that's what in you want. Out. In and out, bit of a dance around the living room, glass of, uh, well, now it would be a glass of wine, but back in the day it was probably, uh, what, maybe uh, Smirnoff Ice, as Arctic Monkey say. No, no, no. Smirnoff, 2007. I think we were housemates in 2007, actually. Well, there's, there's a, in the Arctic Monkey, one of the Arctic Monkey songs, it says, I was at the bar and I wanted um, oh, you were drinking yeah. a Smirnoff Ice and someone came up and offered you a Tropical Reef or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, calm down, temper, temper. Yeah. <laughs> no, that but that great lyrics in that album, and it was and yeah, listening to that album, I did listen to that album again yeah, a few days ago now because I think we intended to uh, do this part of you know, I think last weekend, but even so. Yeah, when you listen to that one, that's very much, I suppose, pre-uni memories come flooding back when I kind of go through that one. Um, but then, um, yeah, Pigeons is fully, you know, this is just reminiscence of my 20s through and through. Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or not so sad. It's like the best of times, the worst of times memory come back. <laughs> It's it's similar for me actually. I think um, I I still love this. The, the Pigeon Detectives I haven't listened to since since um, since probably similar to around the time when it came out, like 2007 2008. I went to see them. It was never a huge. They were always when the songs came out. I was always like, oh, they were really good songs, really fun. Um, but and I, and I remember, it, but Octa Monkeys are uh, it's a band that I still love today right pigeon texts i haven't listened to since that time but i have to say it was enjoyable to listen to the pigeons again because it's something i haven't listened to for a long long time and it brought back such great memories and i was even like i was really i was i wanted to dance around it was like it was fantastic no and 
there's not many you, because it's kind of so in and out as an album like 35 minutes there's not chance to kind of like get sick of it you just kind of like oh great fantastic oh yeah i oh. forgot they did this yeah. even better um so yeah it, i think the good couple of hours and kind of work through since the last probably enjoyed it more this time around i don't know why but obviously whatever people say i am is just such a great album anyway i think i listened to that but, you know but then it what I have liked about this exercise is that it's going back to listening to an album from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's enjoyable because usually you put them in playlists or you go and mm. check out your favorite songs. I had to really think about the Arctic Monkeys. Do you, should we talk about should we talk about the Arctic Monkeys first or should we talk about Pigeon Detectives? Mm. I, I was thinking about this before because I think, well, you went last last week. So maybe you should go first this week. Maybe we do it that way. I mean, I'd probably be more eager to listen to, you know, the comments around Arctic Monkeys than the Pigeons. But yeah, other than that, whatever. I, I think we go with uh, whatever people say I am. That's why I'm not first. All right. And you can also comment a lot on this as well, right? Because you've listened to it. You're a big fan of the album. But I, I have to always say... Always happy to comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... So if we're talking about the pigeons, I mean, we're going to get into the the banger song, um, or sorry, the banger song for the Arctic Monkeys. But when I started listening to it, I, I was out doing some odd jobs on Saturday and I started like walking around, put the album on in my headphones. And then I actually, even though I, I've listened to the album a lot and I really love it, and I listened to it many times over the years, you know, I really realized the album washed over me a lot. So, I, and I realized that I, I really loved more of the different type of Arctic Monkey songs. So I actually, like, there are songs like, the, I, I've started to prefer as the Arctic Monkeys grew with their kind of, um, their albums and they changed their style. I preferred a lot of the slower songs. So that's why a lot of the fastest songs, because this, this album contains all the fastest songs from the Arctic Monkeys, or there are, in other albums there's a lot of faster songs i think and sorry to cut over but i mean i'm and just to kind of counteract what you're saying i am very much a bigger fan of the first two albums because they're all fast-paced i think that they're they're built for playing live yeah i think certainly as i go through i mean i i think i've only seen them because I missed them in the 2005 when they played at Reading Leeds. Much as I'd like to lie and say I did, but I, I did go. I, did I got vetoed. Them. I got vetoed on that. Um, but I did see them. What 2007 when they'd had those two albums, mm. and it was just. I think. I think it was only the week before that I got my like um, lip smashed. I got like someone threw a bottle at my. And like had stitches in my mouth. Uh, I shouldn't have been like jumping around or anything like that. I should have just stayed at the back and just chilled out. But as soon as that they started playing on these songs, I think it all comes alive once they play them live. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, listening. I mean, we we were fans right from you know as soon as we downloaded that EP that everyone got in 2005. 
Yeah, and exactly. they're just so different. Yeah. And what we've kind of been craving for for ages is something to listen to. But I think, but it's just on the it's it's just at the perfect time. They're the band for the perfect time for that yeah. era, were they? It was. No, they they were totally the they were the best band that I'd heard around that time, right? For a very very long time, and that was it was perfect for that era. And I was in the, sorry to rub it in, but I was in the, the 2005, I was in the Leeds Festival and I went to their tent and it was like, I went there early because I knew about them, read about them, heard the, the bootleg album. And then all of a sudden the tent was absolutely packed. There were people, 20 people deep outside the tent. And then they came on and they started playing all these songs and it was just, I, I was blown away. It was the best thing I'd seen for a long time. And it was, it was incredible. Like just the way that they, it's like poetry for, for kind of our generation where they explained and they talked about so beautifully and wrote songs about how, what we'd all been through as teenagers and kind of growing up and going to nightclubs for the first time and all of this stuff like what you kind of go through and you thought you were the only one going through it. And then you see the, the Arctic monkeys come along and just make these songs and you're like, Oh, everyone feels like this. That's amazing. And yeah, that was, there was something amazing, like absolutely beautiful about that. And the songs were fantastic and you could dance and sing all the songs and you felt like this is the best band that's been around for a long time. Now, when I look back and I started, I was listening to this album again at the weekend I actually, I loved all the, the album. I loved the songs, loved the album. But I found myself afterwards started putting on some songs of the slower songs that I really like. Mm-hmm. So like like uh, Love is a Laser, Laser Quest off Suck It and See. Um, even the, the ones off Favorite Worst Nightmare. Um, off Humbug, Cornerstone, I was putting on. And then it also made me think about off AM, the album, that was the next time I went to see Arctic Monkeys, actually, or maybe I saw them a bit uh, earlier, but I also saw them when AM came out in here in Berlin. They played in, in one of the kind of more intimate gig venues in Berlin, and I went to see them when they released mm-hmm. that album. And it was, you know, they didn't play too much of the early stuff, but they played... Um, you know they played a they played a little, some of the slower songs off. What's that one that our friend got uh, the the wedding dance to? Do you remember this? It's off the AM album. Yeah, which friend? Lee. Lee. I can't remember. Yeah, so they they did a wedding dance. They had an song art, they had Arctic Monkeys as a wedding as song. their as their first dance, yeah. Um, yeah. And I can't even remember the name of the song right now, but let me double, let me just check. This is sorry about the, uh, yeah. Anyway, can't. Uh, I'm just gonna Good quickly prep. double check. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah. I wanna be yours was the wedding song. I want to be nice. yours. Yeah. And it was, uh, anyway, they got divorced. The thing is, you talk about all these songs, like, and like I say, I, I'm very sure my word on the first, you mention any songs afterwards, they kind of wash over my head a bit because they all sound a bit samey in my, in my mm. opinion. Yeah. But there's a bit more very, I mean, 
all right, the second album was just full on. This is going to be fast paced just to be great to play live. Well, there's the great first... songs on the second album, even the even the fast ones, like the the one I, I was always sing it, uh, for when I sing it, just choose, yeah. but Teddy Picker. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was exactly going to say. That's what I sing at karaoke pretty much every time I go to karaoke. There's Teddy Picker is on the karaoke songs. I always sing it. Mm. Left up again with the Teddy Picker. Not fast enough. Good evening. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but anyway, it's like... Um, I don't know. I think the just it's it's been, but that's what I love about Arctic Monkeys as well. Is like this progression of tastes and the progression of the way that they've evolved as a band. I think is is actually is pretty amazing. The, what we've seen in our in the last sort of fifteen years. Uh, I, yeah, I, I even I even really like their latest album, even though not many people kind of really like it that I've spoken to. But this um, tranquility base. What is it? Tranquility Base Casino and Hotel. Um, I actually really like it. I couldn't tell you uh, the songs off it, but <laughs> but I, I really enjoy putting it on. Well, my main problem, and you know, is that you know, and part of this pod is revisiting or getting back into you know music properly again. You know, you kind of have this period. You know, this kind of eclectic period in our minds around the best period for music but my feeling is potentially is that we've just taken our finger off the pulse a bit and we just aren't aware of all these great bands out there or new music even being made by the same artists but yeah i think you're right and, yeah you know, i you know I've not had my spotify account properly you know enabled for ages i've been using amazon you know and that just says great volumes and you know probably people turn off now just by hearing that but (laughs) but um so i mean that latest album i don't even think i've listened to it all the way through i you know i've not given it time i've not i I suppose the excuse is not really had time but you gotta make time haven't you really for stuff like as we've seen by doing this when you make the time you also it's really it's worthwhile but i would say that um i mean i actually think they're still one of my favorite bands arctic monkeys so we could lead into the banger that i chose for this one Mm -hmm. i think we've given it enough uh enough talking about the the album you've chosen you've got a banger I, I do have it. a banger. It was very hard in the end, but the banger that I went for is probably one that uh, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts because there are so many bangers on this. And I would probably say honorable mention to Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor, mm-hmm. which was very hard to turn away from because that is a it, but it's too obvious. And uh, also when the sun goes down, which when it mm. kind of comes in, kicks in. But I actually went for Still Take You Home as the banger for me. Mm. Because it's just, uh, I think it's just like um, the way that this line goes like, well, what do you know? Well, you know nothing, but I still take you home. And then yeah. just the way that it like, it, it kicks in and just the energy of the song, I, I just, I couldn't. That was my favorite, and I thought well, that this is the one what I would that I would. And, you, and, dance you, and you're right, you're right, because there are too many bangers. Because you know, particularly you know, as a fan of Arctic Monkeys, and like you go to a gig, and yeah, you need that sometimes a hiatus so you can mm-hmm. just get your energy levels back. But these yeah. guys, it's just like 
song after song after song and you kind of like oh they don't have any more and then they throw another one at you and it's just too much yep too much too much bangerage too but, much bangerage exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> and here you Bobby go can have it we've talked so, yeah. for 16 minutes and i think you can listen to <laughs> still take you home now So that was Arctic Monkeys, Still Take You Home. Mr. Smith, what did you think of my choice? Yeah, yeah, still here. Um, no, um, I liked it. I mean, I mean, I wasn't expecting that choice after going through it. Um, you know, I, I listened to it last weekend as well. But, no, it's a solid track. I mean, as we were saying, yeah, you can't really choose a non-banger during it, this album. Um, and... Yeah, you can see it as yeah. As soon as that comes on, you listen to it. But I suppose the only thing I kind of am wary of, like with bangers from this, it's like if you're not a Monkeys fan and you hear it, would those non-fans still kind of pick up on it? Think, oh yeah, this this is a good track. I think they would dance to it if you if you put that on in an indie club. I think they would start jumping around to that if you're a Monkeys fan or not. Yeah, and one of my worst kind of scenarios that, because I thought, you know, Bet You could Look Good on the Dance Floor is an ultimate kind of, you know, it's a banker banger, and that could cross over. But I kind of played, was it like New Year's? We were away, like um, like in this hotel, and they're like allowing people to play their iPhones, you know, to mm. supplement the DJ after like midnight. That's a disaster, sounds like. Oh, but you know, and then yeah, then I got my turn. So I, I started like Mr. Brightside. That's a banker banger, and it went off. And he's like, oh yeah, play another, play another. So I did. I bet you look good on the dance floor, and it went down like a a damn squid. <laughs> and it's like I didn't know what to do. I felt really bad. So it's like and he's like looking at me, and he 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 quite liked it. And he's like, and I was like, no, nah. I saw the face. And I was like, yeah, cut, cut, cut. So he's like, yeah, to skip to some. The like, audience wasn't ready for that. No, you it's like heavy. Club Seven you came heavy. Next, I think, yeah. It's too I think much. that shows you the killers were much more poppy than <laughs> Arctic Monkeys. So I think you weren't, no one was ready for that. But so you were happy with the choice? Happy with the choice, yeah. I think you've done all right there. Um, I mean, as to why you chose that? Mm. Any comments? Actually, there weren't many comments on that. I do really like the song. It's just the guitar riffs and everything I really like. There is no special real connection to that song. I was just listening to the album again. With Towards favourite songs, I have a lot more kind of inkling to There was a lot yes. of kind of feelings around favourite songs. Oh, my God, I went through. I mean, we're moving into what's my favourite song now. And let me tell you, and like with with the banger, I think I just got. I bet you look on the dance floor, dancing shoes. It could have been um, 
what else it could have been when the sun goes down uh, but seriously i have i have heard these songs so much and when still take you home came on i thought god this is a song i would really dance to like on an in in an indie club mm. and i enjoy it and i'm still enjoying it now listening to it after all these years whereas the rest i was a bit like oh, i'm sick of this song or something but the I didn't have any real memories in terms of feelings towards it. It was just, uh, I thought this was the one I'm, I probably less listened to, and it's actually better than the other ones. Mm. Whereas when I started thinking about my favorite song, this was when a lot of feelings came into it. Because, yeah. for example, I wanted to go for, initially, if you'd asked me a few years, a few years ago, or back when this album a couple came of out. A weeks ago. No, not a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. But when this album came out, Mardi Bum was my favorite song because okay. Mardi Bum was uh, is an amazing amazing song. No, amazing song. <laughs> I love it, but it but it did. But I, I used to like basically sing it or think about it to, with my uh, ex girlfriend, right? So mm. then it's really tainted because I it's like we it feels weird to like sort of think about that as my favorite song. So then Fake Tales of San Francisco, and I went to stay in San Francisco for a while. And then it kind of feels like, you know, when you're talking about these things. talking about you. He's <laughs> like talking about me. And then, and then, and then basically, uh, then I, actually I was very close to choosing. So my honorable mention goes to A Certain Romance, which is the last song on the album. I love that. Yeah, I love that that really hit home to me. Yeah. I, you know, it kind of like just brings up memory you know it's particularly where we grow up there's lots of people like yeah. who they're talking about in the song exactly with tracky no, bombs like, tucked yeah. in socks yeah, and yeah. all of those at the yeah exactly and they think well, it's all right he's had a like of... a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I absolutely love that song and I, st- I don't get tired of that song but the song that i went for for my favorite song is Track number. Oh, bloody hell. Track numbers. One, two, three, four, five. S- no. Five. It's the one before Still Take You Home. And it's called You Probably oh, Couldn't yeah. See Me for the Lights, but You Were Staring Straight at Me. And it's Very a, Smiths, isn't it? A that, great title. Song title. Exactly. Yeah. A great title. But. Um, yeah, I don't even know why it's my favorite song, but just when I was re- re-listening to the album, I thought, yeah, I think this is the one that is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. And again, don't have too many memories. Probably it's that these two are the songs I have the least memories attached to because of the, they're in the middle of the album and I probably had all the emotion at the beginning and the end. And now I'm looking back on it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for these ones. So here we go. Here's my choice for favorite song of the album. You probably couldn't see me for the lights, but you were staring straight at me.
So there it was. You probably couldn't see for the lights, but you were staring right at me by the Arctic Monkeys. Track five. Bardo, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think, well, you know, the first track you mentioned, like for the banger, I kind of like skipped through. I was like, yeah, I've listened to it. But this one, oh, it's a good two, ten, um, two minutes, ten seconds song. And yeah, I, no, I, I was engaged with it. And great guitar, you know, the drums just fluid throughout. And, you know, the, it's the vocals, always the vocals with the Arctic Monkeys. And, you know, you, you pick it out, don't you? Sometimes, you know, vocals just wash over you. You don't even kind of take note of them, really. You just kind of like, oh, that's a good song or tune or whatever. But for this, like, the words resonate, don't they? Or resonate is probably the best word for it. But, yeah, I, I love it. And I'd say it's a banger in itself. I, you know, it's a, it's a favorite song. It, it's, a, it's a correct banger, you know, if I heard it. Yeah, I think I, I prefer my it is I prefer it more than the last track, that's for sure. Um so yeah, good choice, good choice. Um what were your thoughts around choosing this track? Apart from the long title? No, this one I like the title. I also yeah. like the the lyrics, like you said, like back up to their brains to form expressions on their stupid faces. I mean it's like Kind of a lot, as we said at the beginning, right? Lots of the lyrics speak to growing up in a small town or, mm. you know, a kind of mid-sized town or in um, in England. And we've all kind of been through, basically what they talk about is going out on a, a weekend and all the things you go through. And yeah. this one is absolutely perfect in the way that you feel when you see a lot of people or you go out on a friday saturday night in in a town in england wherever you Mm. grew up and yeah it's just it just resonates so much but it's also a great song and actually it's got that kind of it it has a bit of it it, it's very kind of it it has its balls out this song right i don't want to be too uh, masculine in the way i describe it but it's just like literally just they just go there we go like this is just like absolute balls out song and and it's not even that it's a the bang like i didn't think it was the banger but i i think it's just very much they lay all their their cards on the table with this song i feel like they're they're getting into the album and then they just go and this is what we feel about the world and about you you know yeah 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 exactly and you know there's a lot of it that they're shooting at you not just people that you you know actually yeah, yeah. uh and no no you know, like the fake tiles of san, san francisco but then it goes into dancing shoes i mean dancing shoes you listen to that it's like oh shit that was me yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course all of it's us i mean we're saying it's someone else but it's us they, they were looking at us and going it was us that were doing this you know and red lights indicates doors are secured it's about getting the taxi home after the night out yeah you know, right it's, van. It's, yeah, it's saying your name's Trevor Sinclair when the police uh, ask for your name. Yeah, <laughs> Alistair Sinclair. I said I used your first name. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all that. It's like it, it basically speaks to what we saw when we grew up, when we started going out, right? I mean, and this is probably, and I, I, I would imagine every single 18, 17, 16, 18, 19, 20 year olds can understand this in the whole of england i think mm-hmm. maybe even the world but it's very more it's even more 
um, acute in England. Well, that's the interesting thing, isn't it? It's like how that kind of expression kind of crosses over to because you know they're a global band, aren't they? And yeah, it is interesting when these things take off. But you know, it's like, and it's nice. And I suppose that's the nice thing about it. It's like knowing that you know a big band like that, you know, in our kind of generation, kind of breaks out like that. That kind of yeah. does, you know, resonate everywhere else in the world, which is yeah. It's interesting getting all those kind of thoughts and cultural ideas out there. Well, let, let's put it this way, right? When I moved to Berlin, I went to um, the concert with someone from work. And it was um, a woman who's in my team from Slovakia. And Arte Monkeys were a favorite band. And Incredible, she was... Exactly. And she's a woman in a... You know, a few years older than me from Slovakia who lived in Czech Republic for a while and then um, I think moved to Dublin for a short while. And I think she started liking them in Dublin, but they were her favorite band. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she didn't go to the nightclubs in Winsford where we grew up and we saw these things. No, no, this, or, you know, funny, the middle of England when we went to universities and the south of England for you. And we, we connected with these songs, but she connected with them in a totally different way. Mm. And they, you know, they were her favorite band and she absolutely loved the concert. So anyway, that's Arctic Monkeys. So we'll, oh, well hold on. Um, so. Oh. Worst oh. song in the album. Oh, yeah. Are we even still cool. doing that? Are we still deciding to do I that? I mean, it's tricky. Even, I didn't even think about worst song in the album. That's a tough one on this. I really don't know what I would choose on this this one. You had to chuck one out. Just look in the list now. Just throw a name out there. From Ritz to the Rubble? But I oh. like it, though. <laughs> I um, know. When you play it, you'll like it. But Yeah, um, yeah, I do. Yeah. Like, look, I'm playing it now. List. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good, but I can't think of. No, it's uh, a good song, that. Yeah, you can't yeah. get rid of that one. And then I thought, View from the Afternoon, but that's also, I just put it on, and then the guitar and the, the drums at the beginning, that's no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I can't, I can't I do it. No, I, I think that's a but fair comment. I think if you... Vampire is a bit strong. Is actually was almost on my one of my best my best song list. So we can check it out. I think just yeah. listening to the intro, it's enough to kind of, and it's four minutes. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> no, it's it's it. That was almost no, it made it into my my favorite song list. And yeah. it always does. Because that's part purely because of the message of that song right like oh you people are vampires you know that one um yeah. it's 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 too good it's too good an album i'm not going to even put one on the i think I, I don't think it's necessary um but it's interesting to kind of see the thoughts of and sometimes there are ones that you're like oh why the fuck is that there but no and as an album end to end it all fits nicely, doesn't it? It does. And when we come back, we'll talk about Pigeon Detectives. Welcome back to Monkey Pigeons. So, Mr. Smith, you're next up with the Pigeon Detectives album of 2007, Wait For Me. Yeah. Tell us, why did you choose this album? Well, I, I chose it mainly because you chose 
Arctic Monkeys for your and obviously our name of the pod is Monkey Pigeons. And I thought, why wait? Let's put it out there why we're called Monkey Pigeons. You know, you got the Arctic Monkeys covering the monkey, Correct. pigeon detectives covering the pigeon. And whether it's a fair fight or not, I thought, you know, it's a good album. Let's let's put it out there. And I think, you know, it's nice to kind of reminisce and I'm glad I have actually. And, you know, I think it's right. Maybe it's not the fair kind of, you know, like for like, but in terms of indie albums of that era, it's a fun album. You know, it's 35 minutes, not too long. And you're either, you either, you can get into it or you can, it just washes over you and it's a good solid, you know, it's, it's an indie kind of player and you'll, you'll be dancing around your kitchen or wherever you're playing it because it is a good, fun album. And, you know, end to end, you're like, oh yeah, this is fantastic. It's just good yeah. fun to listen to, I thought. And, I was glad that you I was glad that you brought it brought it in. I mean, yeah, we are called Monkey Pigeons, so I think it's 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 fair that you you brought it in, but it's it, it they're very different the very they they ended up having very different careers, right? Like Art of Monkeys came out 2006, this one came out 2007. I don't even know what happened to the pigeons after this. Arctic Monkeys, I still listen to their albums now. So clearly very very different, but I remember having great fun listening to the Bid Detectives at the time. And even when I listened to this, there were some songs that I was singing way more than. So, for example, I was I was put them on and I was like, oh, I was walking around all weekend, like singing romantic type and stuff like this. Yeah. And way more. I was actually enjoying listening to them more than the Arctic Monkeys because I hadn't heard this album for so long. So I was very glad that you brought it. Brought exactly. It into the exactly. Yeah, and um, you know, it's the it's the memories that it brings back. You know, and for me, it's like 2007. I think I I think I stole this album from you. You had a copy of it. I I had it in my Nissan Micra. You know, driving from you know Stoke to Cheshire. You know, for work. And for whatever reason, this was one of the only albums I had in my car and CD. So I was like playing this, and it was it worked out perfectly because it's like all right on a good run i get through the album and i'll be at work and it's like all right this um but i remember thinking oh yeah this band is fantastic but then you're know, like i started like looking into them, it's like it's like what, what's with the lead singer's hair and you know it's like <laughs> he has a <laughs> big perm yeah, really <laughs> but i think like a lot of the sa- uh songs i think as i was kind of suggesting before they are pretty much bang on for us you know they kind of hit home to how we were in like our early 20s and you know the the worries and thought process that kind of go in our our minds (laughs) during that that phase like god like take her back was pretty like raw and like yeah it's uh it's it's but I suppose, like, without asking the question, you know, like, going straight into it, you know, how we kind of broke this down with, um, you know, 
bangers first. And there was, you know, they had a couple of hits on the album. And I don't know how many people like agree that they were hits, but I think, you know, the, the singles that everyone kind of knew, certainly in our kind of areas. But like I found out was a great song. And you suddenly like realize, oh yeah, that was that was the big hit, <laughs> the oh, big it? song. Oh. I found out, and I think I'm not sorry with the two big yeah. hits. Yeah. So album. for me, I'm not when I'm not sorry came on. I mean, I found out romantic type, and I'm not sorry with the ones I remembered. And when I'm not sorry came on, I was really dancing around. I was actually walking through. I went to buy uh, some plants in the hardware store. In like the the big uh, you know what's it called uh, I don't know like B and Q B and Q kind of thing you know it's the German version of that and um, Baumarkt it's called over here but yeah I, and then I'm not sorry came on and that was one that was making yeah. me bounce a little bit you know I was like I'm not sorry I'm not sorry I'll never take it back I'll never and I was really enjoying that one I was like wow this is a really good one. So don't let me down with the the uh, the, well, the, banger. the banger. I mean, I mean, it was it was tricky because um, I'm, I'm trying to like look at my notes. I made I made some prep on this one, but then the prep that was done like days ago. So I'm like looking at it, it's like, what was I thinking? I was writing this, but you know, the first song I think is a great opener, and I'd almost call that as like the banger of the album. Um, but I went for the second track I found out as the banger. Okay, there we are. The Pigeon Detectives, I found out. That was good. I did enjoy that. Two minutes, seven seconds. That was really good. As soon as it came on, I started singing it. I was like, I was was really into it. That was a very enjoyable two minutes and seven seconds of my day. I think, yeah, I think it's a good, this album, yeah, all right, we'll play snippets of the songs as part of the pod, but it's definitely one that you can just sit down and just listen to end to end. And it is, yeah, it is fantastic. I mean, I'm, there's not much you kind of skip over. Well, you think, you know, it's over before you even think about skipping. So that's great. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I thought that's a great banger. And, and like you say, it, it is like, well, what do you, what, what are you going to choose? Cause it, it you you kind of interested because it's like well, there's lots of kind of high tempo songs throughout the album, aren't there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think yeah, that, 
and that's the hit one of the hits anyway um but it's that long who cares it's kind of like you know they're all you know they they all need a bit of a you know it's nice to kind of bring them up again um but yeah i suppose what would you what say would you around think? what would you i mean you've listened to the the album yourself i mean mm. what would you say as an alternative banger to this alternative banger for me would be i'm not sorry mm. and yeah that's the that's the only other one i would gone for so i think you were right with um i think actually i think i found out it's probably more of a banger I'm not sorry. It's actually probably their longest song on the album, right? Or one of the maybe the second longest song on the album, and it's a bit of a slower build up to a banger. Yeah. But I I thought I thought it was you know. Did I, you, I, go on. What were you gonna? What about romantic type? That's I also. Thought, that's I thought good. that's a really good opener to the album. It yeah. kind of hooks you in a bit, actually. Yeah. So I think romantic type, I found out, and I'm not sorry, mm. uh, are the are the are the big bangers on this album. And then I'm not sure. Like I would need to listen to "Take Her Back" again because in "I'm Not Sorry" they sing, "I'll never take her back, I'll never take her back," and then they have a song on the album called "Take Her Back," and I'm not even I can't even remember what it sounds like because it starts to blur into one. It's one of those but, that crosses over. You almost like, oh yeah, you remember like that kind of process in I'm not sorry where you're shouting along with the song where you, yeah. you know I think when we heard them live that time what was it in mm. what, was it, um, what was it in uh, Keel Uni Keel yes, Uni exactly. we saw them alright so Mr. Smith time to talk about your favourite song on okay. the Wait For Me album by the Pigeon Detectives 2007 okay. And uh, before the the break or interlude, I don't know what's happened, but the caught in your trap was, you know, and this is kind of like honourable mentions now. So, um, stop and go, a little bridge song um, within the album as well. It's probably the one of the slower songs within it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, and then um, I've gone for. It was between, and we mentioned I'm not sorry. So, well, maybe the obvious is right, but I've gone for Take Her Back. So, my favourite song of the album is Take Her Back. So, let's play it. detectives take her back what do you think listening back to it then yeah it's good i mean um it's certainly i mean i i didn't because take her back it's quite 
I don't know. It's funny. I, I laugh as I'm going through it. Uh, and um, I don't know. I think it's just kind of like reminiscent of the time. And certainly I asked myself, you know, back in 2007, what was your favorite album? It song on that is like, yeah, that would be it. So, yeah. and listening to it again, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it fits them all, but you know, you, I don't know. It's it's funny because I think they do kind of mold into one. It's like what you're saying with "I'm not sorry" uh, earlier. You know, it, it does cross over with some of the kind of words of "Take a Back," and mm. your memory kind of crosses over a bit. But I think if I had to choose, that would be it. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's 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 that kind of weird nuance that you're in in like your early twenties. You're going into those like indie clubs and there's obviously um certain women that get in there and that they're, they're a bit younger and you're like oh shit what do i do and mm. the and like you're always kind of like oh well you've kind of like done the right but then this just says you know, take it back whatever <laughs> and you're like all right okay <laughs> Well, it's but, yeah. um, it's you know, it's, it's a life lessons in there from from old perm heads. Uh, <laughs> don't, I don't think that makes a difference. Yeah, no, yeah, it does. It does make a difference. <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, really, the age differences he's talking about, right? Like twenty three, she's thirty one or something. I mean, in the end of the day, no, they don't. When you're an adult in your 20s no. or 30s it doesn't make a difference but no. uh, he's still but that's also the thing he's talking about it like a bit of a teenager because when you're a teenager like when you're 15 and you're going out with a 20 year old it does feel very strange or well which 20 mm. year old would ever go out with a maybe it was the boy the, no, the 15 I, year old 20 year old men that, would go out with 15 year old girls or something but it's the, that edge of it the way it? around it's the edge of it you know when you know exactly. like 17 22 it's five years and that's that too much really of a nothing. difference exactly and like the irony is is that actually there's you know my wife and i, I think there's a five-year difference exactly she's five years younger it doesn't make any it's silly my parents yeah. are also five years difference in age but as i was saying i think like when i was younger in school there is massive. no there is there is no way an older woman would have gone out with us when we were in school <laughs> because no, but, like women but are then, more mature but older cro- men we, used to go out crossing with, over yeah this is it in, like, in our in our yeah, school yeah. Class, exactly you know? and yeah you used to hate them yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they never go out with us. They only wanted to go out with the older men. That's it. How can you compete? It's, it's unfair. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is the thing about this song, and the one thing I I would counteract that I don't like about the song choice is that well, I think these lyrics are very teenage and boyish. Like the way he's singing is like does that really make any difference about the age difference and all this kind of stuff and how he doesn't know if he should go out with her because other people oh, say there's a difference and all this kind absolute, of stuff. Like, absolutely. Very, I mean, very, he, very immature. It feels kind of bush. Whereas, I don't know. I think the, the that's what they are like in general in this whole album. But I think there are yeah. other, other songs a little bit... I, I think I would go for I'm Not Sorry if I was... Uh, even though it has the... Take- sorry, not sorry. Exactly. <laughs> even though, um, even though it had the take a back lyrics in there. No, uh, and and yeah, you know, I don't know. But and like going into it, 
I was very kind of didn't want to like it going into it, but then you know I listened to it again, and this is probably just me listening to it just last weekend, and then like um, I suppose it was kind of like oh yeah, well it's yeah, and this it does, but I don't know, it's just I think it, it's probably the most kind of I don't know, it's got a bit of edge to it. All right, it's boyish, but. I don't know. I think that it's worth, if you're going to put a couple of tracks out there, I think it's worth sticking that out there. The Take Just a Back to get song. Get feedback. I, I think you're right, and the, the Take a Back song is. I've got. I have to admit that it was the song that we used to jump around to and dance to when we were listening to this album back then in 2007. When we used to go to the the indie clubs and stuff like this. When we, when it used to came come on this song, we used to jump around and sing it to mm-hmm. our heart's content. So. I um I agree. Yeah. It's got some nostalgia to it, and, and to be know. fair, I'm just reading rereading my notes. Um, I went for I went favorite song, tricky. I'm not sorry. Dot, take her back. So I didn't make a decision. I just left it there. Well, so I've, just, I've just gone for the last one. So I I think maybe maybe we just play. I'm not sorry as well. Just play. I'm not sorry. Yeah, just stick all right. I'm not sorry at the end because we're not sorry. All right, we'll play I'm Not Sorry at the end. And then what so what album should we talk about next week? Uh, have you thought about that? Because I've not thought about that. I and have I a few albums. Week. All right, so throw wrote... an album. I'll, I'll try and sync an album. Okay, so let me throw these out to you and then tell me what no, you just like. Just throw one. I would like to do Arcade Fire Funeral. Tricky. I'm going to go for Ray's Light's first album then. Up all night. Yeah. Okay. That was on my list as well. <laughs>